right, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, depending when you are listening to this. This is Mindful Meditations, and I am Brandon Beliso. I love it when people that join me share their intentions because it allows us the opportunity to focus on a specific vision, a specific intention, a specific mindset. I think often we think at a base level, meditation is strictly for calming yourself down and centering yourself and clarity. I believe it's all of those things. And once we can achieve that state of serenity, a state of calm, clarity, then whatever challenge we need to go through, whatever idea we need to cultivate, whatever decision we need to make, we can do so in a very balanced, right place is what I often say. You know, I'm in the right place. And I think that's powerful. We often hear that, you know, I was in the right place at the right time. And that's the synergy that we often I would say per chance it happens for some people, but that synergy can be replicated more often if we are in that place that we can often get to when we're meditating, right? And for me, it's super important that I don't look at life as luck. I mean, I'm not a gambling man, so I don't spend a lot of time gambling. It's not, I, I don't gamble. But what I do believe is that through manifestation, through cultivation, through visualization, and of course the effort that goes with it, we can create the life that we desire. We can create the mindsets that best help us live our best life and be the best version of ourselves. So the intention I see is, is, is being present and grateful, which is always right in line with the process of meditation that we employ. My intention is being calm, when I face challenges. That's where you will often hear, stay calm, stay calm, right? When you watch a movie or like the Titanic or something, stay calm, calm down, right? Don't panic. And it's true. When we're faced with a challenge, we want to either face the challenge head on or we want to run. Either way, whether I choose to run or walk towards it, um, I believe that staying calm, which is that sense of clarity that we all need, we will make better choices in that moment. We will act in the appropriate way in that moment. And that takes great courage, you know? It takes great courage. And so, as we meditate tonight, let's really be mindful that being calm should be a constant state of mind. And anytime the scale tips the other way and you find yourself not calm, angry, agitated, anxious, depressed, whatever negative emotion or whatever emotion that leaves you unbalanced, then know that through meditation, you have the skill set to right your ship. You have the skill set to just boom, right? To go from unbalanced and all crazy to center. And you can accomplish that in one single breath if you choose to practice. Cool? All right. So cup your hands, knuckles in line with knuckles, right? 
and put the top of my right palm on the top of my left hand, forming like an umbrella, right? And guess what? I'm gonna turn it upside down and put the sides of my palms three inches below my belly button against what we call our chi or our ki. It's a method we use every time we meditate. There is a practice to meditation. And I believe by following a practice, you become better at it. Cool? So these sides of my palms are pressing against my chi or my ki. That will be the bowl that captures our breath as we Close your eyes, look up into your eyelids in the middle of your body. And that is your intuition, your third eye. And now as we are mindful of our breath, please give your breath a color. See that breath coming to your nose. See the color. down into the palms of your hands. Hold it like a bowl, like you're holding a ball. Let that be your breath and let it spiral, spiral, getting bigger and brighter and stronger. Mm, and as we exhale through our eyelids and the crown of our head, visualize your breath like water overflowing in a fountain, just getting down. Swallowing and pushing it down into the palms of your hands. Cradle it in the palms of your hands like a little baby. Nurturing your breath. Igniting your breath. Infusing your breath with the power of your chi. And see that color as you exhale through your eyelids and the crown of your head like water overflowing, cascading down your face, your shoulders, your body. Encapsulating share many times my aura is like a personal armor, but more so than that, it helps center me. And, and my aura helps calm me. My aura helps me be fully present because my aura is somewhat of a controlled space 
From the crown of your head, see the branches going up and the sky. I want to reach way past the stars. I want to reach where I can dream. I want to reach past my fears. I want to reach past my insecurities. I want to reach past everybody's comments and opinions and doubts. I want to go to that space where there's infinite possibilities, where there's unlimited potential. There's abundance. I can just pick and pick and pick, and there's still more. My grove of intentions I can pick from any tree, and there's still more and still more. It's a place where free thinkers live. 
can dream big where everything is possible. And if it's gratitude and calm, let it come down. Let it sit in your intuition, let it sit in your heart. And if it makes it to your chi or your ki, then it has the inertia to move forward. Remember, a thought is useless unless I turn it into a reality. And I can think I need to be calm, I want to be calm, I should be calm. Unless I take the action of breathing with the intention of being calm. Clear. Uh, gratitude, gratitude. Mm, when I'm grateful, I'm full of gratitude. When I'm thankful, I'm full of thanks. And what a great place to be. I'll always welcome a belly full of gratitude. So as you breathe in, mindfully say I'm breathing. And as you breathe out, mindfully say to yourself, I am grateful. I am grateful. Mm, and as you breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, I am breathing. And as you breathe out, I am grateful.
as you sit here. Visualize your beautiful aura radiating out into the world. Everybody should know the beauty of your aura. It's like your inside on your outside, right? Your aura is an extension of your internal self. So you're inside out. And that takes a lot of courage and vulnerability. It takes a lot of confidence to allow your insides to come outside. And let that radiate out into the world. Feel how grounded and centered you feel. Your feet flat against the floor, your spine elongated, visualizing the roots into the earth, the branches into the sky, and a heart filled with gratitude. Grateful for your awareness that you need to be calm. Grateful for your, your awareness to be present and grateful. What a gift that is. And now from this place of balance and serenity, at this level, welcome the law of attraction, whatever the universe wants to give you. The law of abundance helps me to eliminate the fear. We've never been without because we always have ourself and we're whole. We've always managed to have food and a roof over our head and our basic needs have pretty much always been met. So that is abundance. Have the courage to welcome into your space and attract into your space without question, without doubt. Welcome. For a moment, let's take a look at calm. What does calm look like for you? Does your heart beat slower? Is your breath more shallow and slow? Are your shoulders relaxed? Or maybe calm means safety. Maybe you're more calm when you feel safe. Maybe you're more calm when you know what to expect, what's happening versus it's hard to be calm when things are unknown. It's hard to be calm when we're challenged. But the ability to stay cool when things become challenging is really the art. And how do I do that? First and foremost is your breath your breath. Second, to be very clear, look with your intuition, the challenge you're facing. Does it require you to be agitated? Does it require you to be unnerved? 
I think not. A challenge worth overcoming requires you to be optimal. And to be calm gives you the clarity to make better choices, to take the right actions. Imagine a lake of a body of water and it's perfectly still, it's calm. And you look into that water, what do you see? A perfect reflection, you see the truth, you see the clarity, perfect reflection of yourself now. If that water is agitated and all crazy because you feel so overwhelmed by the challenge, the image you see is distorted. So calm that water, still that water. So when you look into it at the challenge you're facing, you do so with this sense of clarity, with this sense of knowingness. It's powerful. Fully be present, I can only achieve that by being grateful. If I am full of gratitude, I am so present. Because if I'm full of gratitude, I am complete, I am whole. I'm not saying wait until I get there, one day when I get there. I'm not looking back over my shoulder at the past. I am so thankful for what I have and who I am and where I'm at. And I'm so grateful for this moment. I can do nothing but be present. Nothing but to be present. And so every breath, every part of the breath is filled with gratitude. It's filled with calm. All of that allows me to be present. All of that cultivates being present. Isn't it so easy to be grateful? Because if I'm fully engaged, I see everything with a sense of clarity, with a sense of humility, with a sense of deep empathy and appreciation. I'm truly grateful. Now. 
last one, best one. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. Feel every cell in your body. Breathe in, breathe in. And breathe out. a lot of courage to know that you deserve gratitude. You deserve to be calm. You deserve to be fully at your best when you're facing challenges. And that courage also helps me to feel the self-worth that I'm deserving. It takes great courage to acknowledge I'm deserving of this because I work hard. I'm deserving of this because I make good choices. I take the right action. I'm a person of integrity. I do the right thing. And to do all of those things is, is, is truly, truly an awareness that allows us to be the best version of ourselves. And that's pretty cool. Just as mm, a comment is here, sometimes challenging people can trigger me and my heart races so fast, it's hard to slow it down. Why do I get so mad? I want to control that part of my emotion. Challenging people, there's good challenging and there's bad challenging, right? If you truly trust the person that you're with, and you have that sense of clarity that I do trust this person, then when they challenge you or the situation's challenging, it engages you because you do understand, honestly, not some manipulative person, but very clearly that, you know what? They're looking out for my best interest, right? I could always say that about my sister, no matter how much she challenged me or call me out, she was always looking out for my best interest. And it allowed me to see things in another way. But often when, when people challenge me and I get mad, it's either my ego, right? My ego is acting out and going, oh, I know more than you, you can't talk, you know? Or genuinely, they might be toxic. And it's really hard because when people challenge us and we start to get, you know, mad or agitated, we're not in a balanced state. So can we really see with clarity? Are they looking out for my best interest or are they just manipulative, right? They're both hard. And, and because we're in this place of fear, our ego kicks in and says, don't let them talk to you that way, get mad, right? Don't let them challenge you, da, da, da. So it, it's a rough one. It's really a rough one. So again, I can only be accountable for me, but I try to look at the source that's coming at me. And if somebody, you know, in traffic that flips me off, I just move away from them, right? If it's somebody that, that, that isn't kind, I move away from them. Now, if it's somebody I love deeply that I trust and respect, and we have a really strong relationship, I will definitely listen 
and be okay with the challenge they present me with. Let's see what the other comment. It's difficult for me to be present some of the time because I have too many thoughts floating through my head. Letting go of those thoughts is hard. Yeah, they are. But the more you have a system, a practice in place like this that allows you to let it go, maybe your intention is, okay, tonight I need to let all of this go. So I'm going to replace all of my thoughts, you know, that, that, that's going on because you have so many thoughts floating through your head. Maybe I'm going to remove all those thoughts and push them out with my breath and create the, this calm in my mind and bring different thoughts into play, right? And that's pretty cool too. Toxic people trigger me too. I have to remind myself that I can only control my own attitude. Yeah. And, and you know, you can't change people nor can you woo them or win them over. I think the beauty of life is when people organically are just attracted to you and they embrace you and, and they're okay, right, with you. And I think that's powerful for me too. And that's why I've really made it a point in my life not to spend any of my time with toxic people. If they move into my space, I use the cow acronym. I'm gonna change it, I'm gonna accept it or let it go. I can't change the situation that we're engaged in, then I'm going to accept it. And I might still play, but ultimately I'll let it go and walk away. I, 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 we hear this all the time. Life is too short. Life is too precious. Why would you spend one ounce of your time with someone who's toxic, that belittles you, you know, that that's unhealthy. Now, sometimes the triggers, the triggers that come out are actually a good thing. Because if this toxic person triggers something in me, maybe that's something I need to look at and work through. So a toxic person can no longer trigger that, right? Because whatever they're triggering is an unhealthy part of you, a broken part of you that may need to be corrected or worked on or cultivated. Last comment. What happens when you figure that they are toxic? I know they are toxic but I still get mad, okay? I want to move away, but my ego says address them. I have the skills. For some reason, I fall back to old habits of trying to face them. Yeah, well, it's a choice. Some people like to stand, you know, five foot in the wave, so the wave crashes against them and throws them down on the coral. Other people like to stand way at the beach where the, the wave is nothing but bubbles at their feet. It's a choice. And every day you have that choice. And that's the powerful part about that. Is I could choose to engage with you or I could choose to move away. Right? And, and that's important too. You can't fight by yourself. And if a toxic person challenges and calls you out and wants to get into a fist fight and you walk away and they're still going, you're chicken, you're walking away. Yeah, it's cool. You're going to say and do whatever you need to do. I'm moving away from you. It's no different than if the train's coming down the track. I'm not going to stand on the train. I'm going to get out of the way. It's the same thing here. If you're the train, the toxic person coming down the track, I'm getting off the track. I'm going another way. If I'm on a bus and somebody's toxic or loud or, or, or belligerent, I just get off at the next stop. Right? It's not my purpose to fix anybody. And, and I recognize that with all humility, that a lot of times I, I can't. Nor should I. Mm -hmm. I just leave the bus because plenty of buses are coming. 
And I'll just get on another bus where there's really cool, you know, sunshine, sunshine and happiness. <laughs> right? I just leave the bus. I like that. I like that. And then when you say that, for some reason, I fall back into old habits. I'd want to know that reason. For some reason. No. The reason why I fall back into old habits and try to face them is, right, is that would really help you with that challenge when I went through the whole comment. What happens when you figure that they are toxic? Well, logically move away. I know they are toxic, but I still get mad. You know, maybe you're mad because you know, and you don't choose to exit. Uh, I want to move away, but my ego addresses them. There's your answer. Don't act out of ego, act from your better heart, which is humility, right? I have the skills. For some reason, I fall back into yeah, find out what that reason is. Journal on that. Journal on that. And find out what the reason is why you fall into bad. I can have old habits. Old habits die hard, as the cliche goes. They're familiar. We know what to expect. You know, it triggers a certain chemical in us that we get off on, right? There, there are a lot of people that love drama, right? Drama addict, drama queen. We've heard different variations. Some people just like a tumultuous life. They like that. They simply do. Maybe we need to choose differently. All right. Hey, thank you so much for being here for Mindful Meditation. I am Brandon Beliso. And, and please journal. I encourage you to journal anytime you finish meditating. It's a great opportunity from this place of clarity to journal. Get your thoughts down on paper. As I say, if I can see it, I can be it. So if you can look back on it tomorrow, what you wrote, you might see things differently. And it's just so powerful to write it out. Hey, I'm Brandon Beliso. This is Mindful Meditations. Until we talk again, you go out there, live your best life.